Hello, and thank you for stopping by the Stuff I Heard podcast. This is your host, Joshua Peak. Hey, everybody. Uh, today is uh, March the 29th, 2019, and it's Friday. Friday! That's right. It is the weekend. Yay. Um, if this sounds a little different, it's because I'm recording it with my phone. I'm using Voice Memos, the app Voice Memos. And I just hit record, and I'm doing it on YouTube so you guys can see what I'm doing. See how the little thing is growing? So, anyway, uh, the reason I'm doing it this way is because uh, we have done something. Um, We have purchased, I say we, I say we like I got my wife sitting here with me, but she's a big part of this. We purchased an iMac Pro back in 2014, and I've been doing all of my YouTube stuff and um, most of the podcast stuff using this 2014 MacBook Pro, and it's worked really great, but here's the thing. I think I spoke about this last podcast, is it takes a while to post a podcast, or it takes a while to post a video, or it takes a while to do pretty much anything it's a little aggravating, okay? I know that I'm spoiled. I'll, I'll admit the fact that I'm spoiled. Listen, we live in a time and age where we have to wait for any time. We're just like, oh my God, I can't believe I got to wait three seconds or whatever the situation is. And it's not that. This is more. And part of it is my fault. Part of it is the fact that I'm doing these 35, 40-minute podcast videos and I'm uploading them and it takes a long time for them to load. So... If you're watching the YouTube thing, I'll show you what it looks like right now. I got two laptops going, and they're transferring. Now, I bought the new, the new Freshy Fresh uh, iMac Pro 2019 version. It is the uh, eighth generation. It has the i7 processor, and it has six processors in it. Six. This version that I have from 2014 only has one. So I got six processors in the new one. The old one said that it had a processing speed of like 2.2 gigahertz. The new one has 2.6. Um, I thought those numbers were different when I looked at it in the store. Doesn't matter. The six processors is basically like doing work with six motors going at the same time. So they're all processing things and they're all doing things and they're all fantastic in their own special little ways. So while that's happening... Um, I decided, hey, why not go ahead and record a podcast? I haven't had a chance to, and I wanted to, and uh, I may not get a chance to tomorrow because uh, it looks like I may be on the road to go visit my dad. Now, I say it may because plans have kind of changed. My sister, um, I have a sister, okay? Her name is Brandy. And you guys have heard her here on the podcast before, and... um, Brandy has been my sister since she was a baby. Now, that may sound a little weird, except for the fact that Brandy's actually not biologically my sister. Like, there's... We didn't have the same mama and the same daddy. But her dad started dating my mom when she was a baby. My first interactions with her was when she was a baby. I was six years old. I'm six years older than her. So, you can imagine, our whole lives we've grown up together. Now, they eventually got married at some point, and they had our brother, and our brother is like the giant human that you see every once in a while on here, Alex. Hey, Alex, if you're listening. Um, 
I guess you could say that Alex is our blood tie together. Now, do I need that for us to be brother and sister? No. Sometimes family gets chosen for you, and sometimes you get to choose your family. And this is a situation where both happened. Like, I didn't, I wasn't just walking along going, geez, I wish I had a sister, but coincidentally, I ended up getting a sister, and she's pretty rad. She's one of my favorite people. And it just turns out where um, they, my mom and her dad stayed married for quite a while. And when I was in the Marine Corps, they got divorced. And I touched base with her and I was like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah. She said, you know, what I'm concerned about the most is what does that mean about you and me? Are we not family anymore? And I said, no, that's not the case. You and I will always be family. You are my sister. And that's the truth. Um, that was a long time ago. I mean, I've been out of the Marine Corps now for over 20 years and she is my sister. Now that means that there's complications at times because she has a family who I have interacted with over the years and they've interacted with me and they've become family as well. Well, her mom's mother has passed away and, uh, her name was June and June was very special to a lot of people. And she was very giving and very kind. And when I was a young man, I needed a job because I had bills and things that I wanted. And she offered me a job. She's offered lots of people jobs doing inventory. She had an inventory business. And she would come pick you up and she would work you all day and she would pay you well. It was a nice gig. And she was kind enough to help me. And every time I saw her... Uh, over the years, she was always very kind to me and very kind to my family and treated me like family. And I think she treated everybody that way. And, you know, it was it was sad that she passed away. Um, I didn't know what plans were going to be because of that. So I called Dad and I said, listen, we may not do this this weekend. That we have some stuff that's come up. And I told him what was going on. And he said, I fully understand whatever you need to do. Just, you know, whatever. It's fine. Um, I talked to my brother. My brother came down. He's here today. Uh, we're supposed to hang out this evening and talk. Um, but it was an opportunity for us to get together. Um, I don't want to spin this positively, but it's an opportunity for us to get together uh, and, you know, hang out as brother and sister and... You know, while this, like I said, this is not my grandmother or Alex's grandmother. She is our sister, and this is our, we need to be there to support her and her mom. Her mom is, you know, always inviting us to things and always participating in our lives. And, you know, I just can't say enough about their family. And most of it comes from Mama June. So, Mama June, I miss you already, and I love you, and I'm sorry that uh, I'm sorry that time is a unrelenting thing and it gets us all eventually. So, you know, with that kind of uh, idea of what's going on in the world, don't hesitate to think about the fact that the people around you are important and don't forget to spend time with those people and talk to those people. And, you know, that phone call you keep saying, oh, I need to call so-and-so, call them. Oh, I need to go so see so-and-so. Well, go see them. Make a plan. Go see them. It all takes effort. I mean, if you make the effort, it'll happen, right?
So make the effort. Um, so let's talk about stuff I heard, okay? Because that's what the podcast is called, right? Stuff I heard. Uh, I enjoyed a great podcast today. And let me open it up so I can read it correctly. Uh, let's see here. Open podcast. I'm doing all this with my phone right now. My phone's like, dude, what are you doing? You're doing too much. It's freaking me out. Dr. Drew after dark. Okay, Dr. Drew, I've talked about before. He had a he had Love Line with Adam Carolla on MTV, and they had a radio program on K Rock, and it was syndicated throughout the country. And he's been on lots of TV shows, and everybody knows who Dr. Drew is. I hope everybody knows who he is. Dr. Drew Pinsky. Um I listened to this podcast today with Dr. Drew and Bert Kreischer. It's episode six. It came out March twenty-first. I highly recommend downloading it. It's funny. It's informative. There's a lot of stories that Bert tells that is jokes that he's developed from things that's really happened in his life. And Drew is a big part of what made Bert become the machine, if you will. Uh, they had kind of talked about it in a conversation, and Bert was trying out. He talks about all this stuff on the on the podcast. I don't want to ruin it. But anyway, it starts with Dr. Drew. And Bert's appearance on Loveline and somebody called in, one of his classmates called in and said, hey, you should tell the story about the time you robbed us and when we were on that train in Russia. And Drew Pinsky was like, do what? And what happened? And it just grew from there. So go check it out. You're going to enjoy it. Dr. Drew is a great person to listen to. He's very easy to listen to. This is a funny one. This is a funny one to listen to. So, check out Dr. Drew After Dark. And uh, what else have I listened to? Oh, I listened to Bert's podcast, of course. Of course. I listened to him talk to Josh Wolf. I think I may have mentioned that last week. Uh, and then I also listened to Connie Fisher. Connie Fisher has a podcast called Guys We Fucked. Um, I hope nobody takes offense to that. That's what it's, that's what it's named. Okay. Now, granted, when you look it up for the title, it's F star 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 D, guys. We F D podcast. Anyway, um, she has a podcast and it's pretty entertaining. And she's a stand-up comedian. She's been doing this, I think she said, nine years, and she's finding her voice and she's getting comfortable on stage. When you're clicking on these more popular podcasts, if they have ads in the beginning, just hit that little skip button and skip past all that stuff. I know a lot of people, I'll recommend things and they go check it out and they get irritated. They're like, I don't know, all the crap in the middle, in the front of the thing. Skip it. Just go to them talking, okay? This was a fun hang. Um, I enjoyed it. This was two hours and 21 minutes and, and, and it was fun. Um, the one with Josh Wolf was the week before. That's a good three hours and 20 minutes. Now, granted, 20 minutes of that in the beginning is just ads. Just skip, 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 skip until you hear him talking to Josh Wolf. Josh Wolf is awesome. You may know his brother, Scott Wolf. Big deal. I, actor kind of guy. Uh, Josh Wolf is hilarious. There's, it's funny to listen to them talk about the fact that they're older now and they have kids. And I think Josh Wolf's kids are like grown. Uh, one of them's in the military, that kind of thing. But stand up comedians being fathers, and sort of the trials and tribulations they have they can relate to. And it's a fun listen. Uh, so go check that out. Um, also, 
As always, I talk about uh, Second Chance Church this past Sunday, dealing with doubt, depression, and disbelief. Pretty good stuff. Pastor Perry is always on it. Uh, Check that out, Pastor Perry Noble. And Joe Rogan. I can't not talk about Joe Rogan, right? Joe Rogan, uh, this episode this past Tuesday with Ron Funches. A lot of people may know him from his giggly laugh. If you don't know who Ron Funches is, look him up. Are you in... F-U-N-C-H-E-S. He was on Sullivan and Sons. Um, he was the guy at the bar that giggled a lot. You'll you'll know as soon as you hear his giggle, you're like, I know that guy. This is a fun listen. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm into some funny stuff. I, I like fun stuff. I like to just kind of detach from what I'm doing and and just enjoy listening to people talk. And I'm sure you guys are too. I'm sure that that if you're listening to this, you're probably at work or you're probably doing some mundane task and you're just like, I don't want to be here. And I get it. I totally get it. Uh, There's days where I'm in the truck and I'm daydreaming about, man, I wish I was home doing anything other than this. And we all get that way. I mean, we all have moments like that. And hopefully you can find an outlet that helps you sort of detach or make the day easier. I hope that I make your day easier in some way. I know that at times I can be, I don't know, a little down, a little depressed and or a little, you know, lack of energy. And that's my fault. I'll be honest. You know, when you push yourself to do everything and you get up at, you know, three in the morning and you're working a full day and you come home and you go, let me record a podcast. I got to stick to my stupid schedule that I made for myself that no one's making me do, but I'm making me do because I'm crazy. And this is how this is all set up. And Somebody cares out there. Somebody does. Somebody's like, I can't wait for the next one. Well, great. I'm I'm trying. I'm, I'm keeping up with it. This is, I didn't even think about this, but this is episode 92. 92. That's a lot. I graduated in 92. How about that? It's kind of a big deal. In 92, I had no idea what I wanted to be when I grew up. Uh, it's This is 2019, and I'm, I'll be turning 45 soon. And I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. So if anybody's got any ideas, let me know. Because I'm still looking. That's why I always ask people, so we don't be when to grow up. I'm looking for ideas. Um, I say that jokingly, but that's true still. I enjoy, I enjoy parts of my job. And I'm sure that most people do. They enjoy parts of their job, but not all of their job. I enjoy the money I make for my job, which is a nice turn from jobs that I've had in the past. It makes me appreciate my job a lot. I really appreciate my job. But there are days where I think, man, I'm just not, I'm not living up to my potential. I'm not, I don't know. What is the term? I'm I'm not fulfilling what I feel like I should be doing in this world. And I don't know what that thing is yet. Like I'm still searching. I'm still trying. I'm doing, that's why I got, computers going and transferring files and uploading video and making the podcast and I got woodworking going on and I got I got you know I'm juggling now I used to look at my dad and my mom and look at how as the older they got they took on more and more responsibility and more and more tasks and more and more things to fill their day and I thought maybe that's the secret to it maybe you just stay busy and everything else works out or maybe you just get finally to a place in your life where you understand what you're doing and you start to 
test yourself a little bit and go, I wonder what else I could do. If I learned to do that, I could learn to do this other stuff. And then you use your knowledge as you go and you, you get better at things and you start to enjoy it. Um, does that relate to work all the time? No. Sometimes it relates to hobbies if you have a hobby. And, you know, I think I've talked about this before. The woodworking thing right now is a hobby. I'm enjoying refinishing the cedar slab wood. I'm going to visit Dad to pick up some more cedar and hopefully make some table legs out of this. And then I get to show that stuff off to you guys. And you guys can be like, ooh, make me one. I'll be like, no, I can't. I, not unless you've got some wood I could work with because it's going to cost you because I'm not going to do it for nothing. But then it's a business and then it's not enjoyable. And then it's, you know, then I'm under demand and I'm under the gun and I'm, then I'll be stressing about finishing something for somebody. And I don't want to do that. I'm enjoying doing this on my own terms. So maybe disregard everything I just said. Maybe I'll just do this and show you guys and you can be like, oh, that's awesome. I think I can do it. See, there's it. There's the idea. There's what it's all about. There's the whole spectrum of YouTube and sharing and getting you guys involved and, you know, hey, I did it and I showed you how to do it. Now you can do it. I tell everybody all the time that the best way to learn something is to see one, do one, and teach one. Whenever you're showing something to somebody, you need to see how to do whatever it is that they're doing. And then you show them how to do whatever it is they're doing. I mean, they they need to see it. They need to do it. And then you get them to teach other people how to do it. You learn in all three phases. So, if you're out there and you're doing that, good for you. That's awesome. Um, let's talk a little bit about Netflix, okay? Because, you know, I'm a Netflix guy. I'm all in. And uh, they had a series, or had a, 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 a movie that came on Netflix about Motley Crue. It's called The Dirt. Now, you may have seen an advertisement for it, and you may have been like, oh, Motley Crue, no kidding. I want to see that. Let me tell you. It's good. It's good in a lot of ways. It's very interesting in the fact that it's, it's produced by all four guys. All four members of the band have, have had their hat into it. They wrote a book together about their band. They talked about their problems with drug addiction and women and, you know, going on the road real hard and, you know, uh, falling on hard times whenever music changed and people kind of fell out of love with their music and they fought the record company to get the rights back to have their music own their own music which is which sounds crazy but it's sort of the paradigm that a lot of people get into they they sell everything so that they can be big stars and these companies own these rights to all their music and it's it's it is what it is okay so knowing that and then watching this it's done in a very breaking the fourth wall kind of way because it starts off where they're talking, like a, an individual is talking to the camera, and it's one of the guys from the band. They're talking to the camera. There they may be an internal dialogue while you're watching other things happen, and that person is telling you about what's going on in their life at the time. The way it was shot is really interesting. I get more into that than anything. I mean, the story was good. I didn't know a lot of the information from the story about what was going on in real life. Um I had heard about the drug addiction and the drinking and the partying and the crazy antics in the hotels and, you know, there's a scene where they throw a TV out of a hotel room and it crashes into a guy's car and, you know, 
they had set a, a room on fire at one point, and then you know they show some of that, and but they also show, you know, these kids who grew these not kids. It it is a motley crew. It is, you know, an old man, uh, uh, two kids, uh, um, a lead singer of a cover band. You know, they all get together and they form this band, and you get to see some of their past, and you get to see how they develop and sort of the pitfalls of the industry and how they get into it and how they sort of fall apart at times. And you really start to feel bad for them at a certain point. Um, Nikki Six almost died of a drug overdose. Um, you know, I can't remember the lead singer's name. He, uh, his daughter died of cancer when she was very little. And it shows their heartache, and it shows their, you know, struggle. And we all, you know, whether we want to admit it or not, we all appreciate the struggle. We all love a comeback story. We all love the person who, you know, maybe made a mistake and came back from it. And these guys are an example of how life has thrown them a lot of mistakes, and they've made mistakes, and yet they've been able to bounce back and come back and be huge. And a lot of times when you come back, you're even better from your experience. And I think that's the case now. I think, you know, with this being released, I think it's going to bring a lot of attention to them. And hopefully they got some new music lined up to come out. You know, I made a comment to my wife. I was like, I watched the preview for this thing and it looked awesome. And she's like, yeah, that's not really my time period. That's more your time period. And she's she's right. It is more my time period. Um... That being said, I enjoyed watching it. It was a lot of fun. Um, so anyway, I also started to watch this thing called Love, Death, and Robots. And it's an animated thing. And it's broken up into small cartoons. Okay? And it is crazy. Crazy, crazy. I get why they made this. It's probably very cheap to make. Um, because you just get people to submit their best whatever, and if it falls under the genre of love, death, and robots, or love, death, or robots, then you can package it and present it to people because it's weird and sci-fi and and disturbing at times. Um, if you don't like violence or nudity or profanity, don't watch it. There is one cute episode called Three Robots, and it's three robots in a post-apocalyptic world, and they come into contact with a cat, and they're all freaked out because they don't know what it is, and, and or they they know it's a cat, but they're like, oh my god, oh my god, it's a cat, yeah. What do we do? I don't know. And then it comes up and lands in the guy's lap, and he's like, I think you're supposed to like rub it this way to get it to go away, and he starts rubbing it, and it starts purring, and he's like, well, no, what happened? And he goes, I think you activated it. Now it's gonna explode if you stop. And he's like, oh no, and it's just. It's hilarious because they're like razzing each other and they're, you know, sort of experiencing life after people, if that makes any sense. Um, it's good. It's stimulating. I, I tried to watch it one night after work and I was like, I can't keep watching this. I'm not going to be able to sleep. This is, this is intense. There's a lot of intensity going on. There's one episode. I don't even spoil it, but there's an episode where literally my heart was racing the entire episode. Um, I've only watched like four or five episodes, maybe four episodes. They're really short. They're like 10 to 15 minutes so far. 
Um, but they're good. They're very good. I'm just, <clears throat> I'm in a lot of ways, I'm blown away by Netflix and how they continue to, to put out content that just hits a home run. I mean, I know a lot of people are real critical of Netflix and they're like, oh, that's all crap. I don't like that. I don't like this. Okay, well, get over yourself. It's fine. You can be a poo-poo head. I mean, you don't have to agree with what everybody likes. But every once in a while, you can allow yourself to have a good time. I heard on Bert's podcast today when he was talking to uh, Corrine, you know, she said, uh, I I don't know how to have fun. And I thought about that and I thought, I'm kind of the same way. I've never verbalized it, but in a way, I'm kind of the same way. I don't know how to have fun. You know, when you're in school and you have like a creative writing class and they say something like, if you were trapped on a deserted island, what three things do you have? I thought, I don't know. Other people were like, oh, and they started writing down right away. They got excited. I know what I'd have. I'd have my kitty and a sandwich. And, and I was like, I think I would have a boat. Can I have a boat? Can I, can I ask for a boat? Maybe a compass and a radio because I want to get off the island. Now, a lot of people hear that and they go, yeah, I want my favorite book and I want my favorite meal and I want to, I want TV so I can watch TV. And I'm like, really? Wouldn't you just rather get off the island? Because if you're on a deserted island, let's face it, you're probably not going to live very long. You're probably going to starve to death or die of dehydration. Oh, yeah, that's it. We should ask for water. If we could have one thing, endless supply of water, that might be really important. Drinking water, got to specify. So let's write that down. I mean, I would spend the entire class rewriting and rewriting and rewriting what it was that I wanted on the island because I knew I don't want to be on this island and I'm going to die on this island if I don't ask for the right things. So it's sort of like that 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 story about, you know, you have a genie and you get three wishes. What three wishes are you asking for? And a lot of people go, I'm going to wish for more wishes. Okay, well, what if you just get three? Makes you think, right? Because if you say, I want money. Okay, well, how much money? A lot of money. A million dollars. A million, million dollars. Okay, well, really? Okay. You could ask for anything. You could ask for world peace. You could ask for everlasting life. You could ask for the ability to heal other people. You could ask for, you know, you start bringing in the science fiction-y ideas and, and it's it's all bets are off. You could wish for a houseboat like my buddy David did. I want a house and a boat or a houseboat, whichever comes first. <laughs> uh, I miss David. Anyway, um, so I'm going to wrap this up. Um, I've done this whole thing on the Voice Memos app. You can see the little bars moving as I talk. And I'm going to upload this through Anchor and publish it. And the video part of it will come later because these computers are still transferring information. I got about, I think it says 27 minutes left. So it's doing its thing. Yay. So anyway, uh, y'all take care. Thanks for listening. And, um, you know, reach out. If you want to have a, have a say or be a part of this, let me know. I will include you in some way. Uh, thank you to Champ for shooting me a line and letting me know about the volume levels. And to uh, King Hefe for reaching out. I uh, appreciate it. And uh, y'all take care. Bye now. Mm-hmm.